Welcome to Empowering Honesty, the podcast where we have honest and candid conversations about life as millennial women. I'm your host, Jillian, and with my co-host, Courtney, together we'll be sharing our experiences of motherhood, adult friendships, our personal mental health struggles, marriage, navigating relationships, and embracing our sexuality in our 30s. We've created this space to have real, authentic conversations about the ups and downs of life as millennial women, exploring the importance of embracing self-care, nurturing our weaknesses, and owning our desires. In each episode, we'll explore our own stories and insights, as well as curated guests who can provide us with valuable advice and guidance. Our goal is to empower and support you, our listeners, to be honest with yourself and those around you, to build a community of women who are all in this together. Guess who's back? <laughs> back again. <laughs> I've been waiting for you to sing that. I have you? Really yeah, I just said in my head, I've been waiting to do that. I've been waiting for you to say it since the first episode. No way. I really have. Because just the way you said, we're back. <laughs> She's totally. Well, because the first, the second episode didn't say, back again, motherfuckers! No! <laughs> oh my god. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, here we are, here we are, and we're going to dive right into our topic because we couldn't figure out how to just, like, slip it in there <laughs> without just coming right out with it. Uh. So this is, I feel like this is a topic that is, that you're very passionate about. And I feel like I have a lot to learn about it because (laughs) we are going to talk about self-care and how it is not just your typical bubble baths and spa days. And to me, when I think about self-care, that's what I think about. And I am very eager to learn because you've been like, no, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not that you can't have those things. I need to put my makeup again. Yes, because I'm a big mouthed person. (laughs) And now I have a lisp apparently. Okay. So yes. (laughs) The the media really took off like all these like social platforms a number of years ago really pushing that like hashtag self care idea, right? And really pushing that it's like get yourself the nice coffee, you know? Hashtag self care. Running myself a bubble bath. Hashtag self care. And no, it's not. It's really not. It's like, yeah, 100%. Do those things. Run yourself a nice bath. You're entitled to taking a bubble bath. You're entitled <laughs> to buying yourself the $7 Frappuccino latte made with soy That's milk. more so like you know? hashtag hash. Oh What's wrong? I have not had a drink of alcohol this morning, I swear, but I'm slurring my words it's, like a sailor. It's been really hot here, and we're just, I think we're both a little... Post-heat stroke, that's what I'm going to yeah. blame it on. But no, those are more like hashtag spoiling yourself things, because well, like, that, that is kind of... Treating, spo- treating, treating yourself. Treating yeah, maybe yourself. that's a better word for it. I don't think spoils it. right, but treating, you know, not even, like, you're entitled to ba- to bathe. But I guess it's become a treat because, like, we've become so busy that they, those aren't things that we get to do every day. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like, so I guess in some instances, those are treats to people. Whereas people, me, I'm somebody who has a bath probably in the summer. No, not so much because it's hot. But in the winter, if it wasn't for a hot tub, I would have a bath every single night. So for me, no, a bath isn't a treat. But maybe somebody else would consider it to be a treat. But it's it just it's become synonymous with this idea of hashtag self-care. But... It's, 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 I really struggle with that idea because if you want to have a bath, you are entitled to being able to soak and, and have, have time to yourself to bathe, to clean. You're entitled to have a coffee. If you want to get the extra coffee, get the extra coffee. That's totally fine. You know, and take, have those indulgences. However, 
Self-care is boundaries. Self-care is doing what you need to do to protect your peace. Self-care is living your most authentic self and, and putting in the hard, the, the hard work to, to recognize your core wounds, your childhood traumas, and, and being able to get out the notepad, people. <laughs> I feel like this is an episode is worthy of taking notes. <laughs> but no. I'm already like, okay, step one. <laughs> you look really focused. You really do. Like, I'm not yelling. Um, but, but really, it's, it's about... It's about putting in that work and knowing that that work is going to continue to take place. And every time you think that you've like, oh, okay, cool. I figured this out. Achievement unlocked. Well, cool. Achievement unlocked. But that means new things you're going to open up, new things you're going to learn. And that's self-care. And doing those little things, you know, that serve you each day, having the hot bubble bath, lighting all the candles, you know, having the fancy coffee and sitting by the ocean and, and taking a breath, taking the time to meditate and just doing what serves you today, that's self-care. Not just like, well, I stopped to get myself a coffee anyway, but I'm going to get the $7 coffee instead. That's, you were going to get a coffee. Get yourself the fucking coffee. Like, to me, there's just, there's, and I used to believe that too. It's like, okay, these are self-care things. These are the things that I'm going to treat myself to. No, you're entitled yeah. You, you can have those things. So what changed your mindset then? The more I started my first retreat. Okay, <laughs> I was going to say, was it the retreat? It was everything in my life changed when I went to that <clears throat> retreat. Thank you, Kelsey. Um, so yeah, I went to this retreat and it just really put it in perspective. That was, Because going on that retreat for me, it was the first thing that I did that was completely for myself. That was the first time I put my family aside mm -hmm. and I left home for only four days. But still, at that point... That's a big step. That <laughs> it was, was a big, big step, step for you. Four days would be a big step. <laughs> yeah, like my oldest was 10-ish, ballpark. And so nine, this really ten. wasn't all that long ago, just a couple of years. Yeah, like, yeah. I, it's like almost three years ago that I started going on these retreats and... It was only four days, but it was a big deal. It was a lot of money to spend on myself. And it was, I knew I was seeking something. I didn't know what it was. And <clears throat> luckily I was in a position to be able to afford going. Mm -hmm. And it popped up on my Instagram. They had a couple spots left. So I sent a message. I sent a message to my partner at work and I'm like, hey, I'm about to spend this much money. Is there anything that I'm possibly forgetting? that we might need this money for instead. <laughs> and I remember then like panic messaging a friend of mine, like, Oh my God, I just signed up for this thing. And I've just sent a lot of money, like a buttload of money, like not a stupid amount of money, but it was enough money. It was $800. And which is well, more for money. people who don't have $800. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. I'd never spent that kind of money on myself. And I'm not saying go out there and spend $800 on yourself. Well, again, so maybe we'll touch on this because there's going to be some people who aren't able to do that. So maybe we need to touch on some ideas of totally. how you can do this self inner self-care without having to break the bank. Totally. And it was in my situation was, Truly, I f forgot to file my taxes. So <laughs> I got suddenly money dropped in my account that day that I wasn't expecting. And all the, all the stars were aligned because exactly. I was able to go. I love and those times that if the stars that didn't aligned. happen, I wouldn't have been able to do this. But 100%, do not rush out the door and spend $800 on something insane and that is pushing you outside of your budget. It's just, I was seeking something and being able to go on this retreat really made me start to identify the work I needed to put into myself. Um, you know, I had started doing yoga 
And like many people who in North America who just they start pursuing yoga, they're like, oh, you know, I feel good. This is great. And then yoga's it's a culture. It's a, it's a whole culture. <laughs> it's it's about if like if you're doing yoga for fitness, then it, that's different. You've, you've it's, missed the point. It's completely it's different. It's about yes. your breath. It's about it's about your center. It's about it's it's so much more than that. And so going on this, we need to have somebody on here that it, that is a yoga instructor that can tell us that yoga is more than just physical. Because <laughs> for me, yoga has always just been physical because I have a hard time getting into that headspace that like, ooh, you know what but I mean? Like, <laughs> but, but finding those detachments and like protecting your peace, that's really self-care. Yes, 100% doing what serves you, but being able to come back around to realize that I have work to do. If I'm feeling a reaction, self-care, I think my mic's been really low this whole time. I'm so sorry. It has been, uh, but I like your the sound of your voice, so I'm going to put it up higher. <laughs> We're just adjusting. There. there okay. I think that's a little... Uh, no, it's still not the greatest, is it? I don't really know. There. That's better, I think. Okay. Well. Oh, there. Now you sound so crisp and clean. Ooh, wonderful. <laughs> Thank um, you for bearing with us, people. <laughs> I'm not editing that out. <laughs> We are real and authentic here. I'm not photoshopping this video. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, but yeah, like self-care isn't easy. Self-care is hard. It's putting in the work and realizing... It's a commitment. It's a commitment to yourself. It's to showing up every day, your true, authentic, pure self, and realizing that you have demons we all have demons and we have demons that have wounded us we have demons that we have felt have protected us and they have in those instances but let realizing that we need to let go of them and like protecting your peace is so crucial and when you're engaging with people that threaten that peace mm -hmm. finding mm -hmm. ways to detach from that I saw this thing the other day, and it was a really good analogy for it. And it was one of those stories on Instagram where <clears throat> they were, like, having the conversation with themselves. Uh -huh. And version one is like, oh, there's so much going on. I don't know what to do. And person two says, well, can you control a bird when it flies over your head? Person one says, no. Person two says, but you can control if that bird makes a nest in your hair, right? Yeah. So if the bird is the thought, we have no control over all the thoughts that are coming yeah. and going in our head because they just happen. They but happen we have organically. control over the ones that suck. Yeah. And sure, some thoughts are going to get tangled. Some birds are going to get tangled in our hair. But if we choose to hold on to that, we hold on to that attachment and we are not willing to let that go and just say, this is beyond my control that bird will just make a nest and it will stay there. And that, But that's easier said than it done. It is easier said than Very, done. But because like me a couple months ago, I would have just like hyper-focused on that bird. But, but that's one thing that I've noticed that I've been able to let go of a lot more since starting my medication is those little things. Yeah. It's like, I know this is something that is out of my <clears throat> control and... I can't control it, so it comes into my head and it's gone that quickly. So, like, I guess, in a way, I thought the only self-care I've ever really done is the fact that I've had the bubble baths or the glass of wine or whatever. Your ADD journey has been part of your Exactly. Like, taking that step to get medicated, that was the biggest 
self-care moment I have given myself, I guess you'd say, Absolutely. because it has made the hugest difference. And that it is, is a long-term thing that is going to it stick. It is. And it's one of those things that the, it's not going to be easy. It's, it's, it's going to be difficult because setting boundaries that protect your peace are hard. Oh, and absolutely. the more you learn to set those boundaries, the easier it will become for you. Other people being set those boundaries from you, they're not going to like it. I feel it. like this is like really <clears throat> resonating with our second episode where we talked about like making and breaking friendships. Yeah. As a, we said millennial women, but really just pe- we're just, just pe- general. Just you don't people, have to be a millennial everybody. woman. Like we're going to change our whole vibe here. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but, yeah. but if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and check that out because it really does touch a lot on what Courtney's saying here. And it's, people aren't going to be okay with it and they don't have to be okay with it. And that's, that's out of your realm of control. Like that's another bird flying over your head and they're being upset with it. You know, you're saying, no, I can't commit to that. That's self-care. You're yes. going to work and always having been the person who does everything and follows up on everyone's work that they drop the ball on, you're finally putting the systems in place and, and using the vernacular to say, I'm sorry, these are my working hours. I'm not able to do that outside of the clock unless you would like to discuss a contract outside of work. And, you, you know, setting that is not going to be easy. It's going to suck. You're probably going to want to vomit. But the more you do it, the easier it will become to exactly. have those conversations. And other people will start to, like, the people, like, the first time you set a boundary with someone, they're going to probably have their hackles up. They're going to feel uncomfortable. But I feel and- like this is an easy thing to do. I feel like not easy in that way, but it's going to be an easy first step. So if you take anything away from this episode, maybe make that first step saying no to something. To something, to anything. Yes, whether it's that your kid wants to, after you get off work, like go to a movie with a friend, take a breath and say no. And like, maybe, maybe explain to them because they're your child. But if it's somebody else, like one of the things that for me, for example, like with photography, like I used to feel bad about telling people no, that I couldn't accommodate them. So I would like, I would stretch myself out so thin because I didn't want to say no to them. But lately I've gotten a lot better at saying, no, sorry, I'm not available. That's self-care. Hashtag self-care. <laughs> exactly. No. So that's what, that that's an, that's an easy place to start. That's what I'm trying to say is just say no to something that you would normally change your whole world upside down to to accommodate 100 percent. and it's like i used to work in marketing and so much of marketing and sales is soft yeses get big yeses so you know if you're trying to pitch something to someone and you can get them to say yes so really cool phones huh really cool whatever like just every time you can get the customer to say yes that's that's a win so when it comes down to the point when you're ready to make the actual pitch like the you know the asking for them for the action, they're more inclined to say yes. So the more you used to get act upon yourself to make those actions and those choices for you to get soft no's, the easier it will be for you to make bigger no's. So again, if your kids want you to go do the movie when you've already overextended yourself too much for the week, that's another thing that's going to just, you know what, I need to say no. Unless the other parent jumps in and was just like, it's out of, you know, hey, I'm willing to pick up Timmy or... Johnny or whomever, you know, and pick them up and you don't have to exert yourself. Fantastic. Yeah. But if it's another thing that you have to make another trip for and another thing and you're running your other kids around, exercise a no. Yeah. And it can be as simple as that. I did that a couple weeks ago. There was a 4-H meeting with my kids and I just basically got home and I was like, I'm not going to 4-H tonight. Right? 
you can take the kids. I'm staying home. Well, what are you going to stay home and do? Absolutely nothing. You don't need to. You don't need to justify why you're staying home. I'm not going to stay home, and I'm not going to fold laundry, and I'm not going to do dishes. And That's self care. Do... <laughs> yeah. That is self care. I literally sat on the couch and scrolled through my phone. Like I don't care. Like that for me, that was the moment that Taking I needed that time for yourself. That was protecting your peace, and that is you saying no. I'm not going to continue doing stuff today. I need to sit down. I need to unwind. I need to decompress. That is self-care. Exactly. And that, and that doesn't powerful. cost anything. It doesn't cost anything. <laughs> so, yes, these no, retreats. No, do not go and, out like, and buy $800 worth of whatever, I assure you. It's just for me, that was my peak, peaking moment that set me on this journey. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's an easy and a cheap way to start is just by saying no. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And it's, it, it's truly, it's all those little things and just... It's so easy to overcommit yourself and all those overcommitments like in our workplace, with our families, with our friends, with our, you know, children. It's there's a lot of no's you can sprinkle in there. Oh, yeah. To, to minimize your day easily. And I guarantee that there's probably going to be a little bit of guilt in the beginning when you do say no, because I felt that. But you'll also feel extremely proud of yourself because you you are going to feel so much better. And it's like a weight is going to be lifted off your shoulder when you do say no and you follow through and you say, huh, that wasn't so such a big deal. The world didn't fall apart. Nothing crumbled because I said, no, wow, this is great. And then you're going to be able to build off of that. Absolutely. And then people who have always expected you to do all the things, they'll, they'll start to see this new pattern happening. At first, it's going to feel uncomfortable. And then as time progresses and you're no longer picking up all the extra stuff at work and doing all the extra things and working outside of your working hours, they're going to recognize that and be like, okay, we need to look at some other options. Yeah. And yeah, they're not always, they're not, if you were their go-to, they're going to realize there's more than just you to go yeah, to. Yeah. And there might be other people that might want to do that extra work, or maybe they need to just look at hiring stuff. You know? <laughs> yes, I feel like we've been like resorting back to work and stuff because yes, it, this can apply in your work life, but it can also apply everywhere in your in your day to day life too with your your families or or whatnot. No, absolutely, and it's just it's one of those things that's every time you can say no to protect your peace, you're choosing yourself. You're choosing. To have more time with your children. You're choosing to have more time with your friends, with your spouse, your with your dog, whomever it may be, exactly. or whatever it may be. And if it's just you, fucking fantastic. Then just have it. It's like, if you're having a crazy day, and it's like, you know what? We're not going to go do this activity. I'm not going to do this. I was supposed to go to kickboxing tonight. You know what? I'm going to pass on that because I'm going to go and I'm going to hang out with some friends this Well, I feel like I sometimes, too, like these people... Um, who might not necessarily have a family, like like single people. I find sometimes they're the ones who are expected or that some people go to because other people are like, oh, well, they don't have a family. They don't have anything going on. They're able to help me with this. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, no, no, those people have their own lives and their own priorities. And you have to be respectful of that. And if you are that person, don't feel guilty that you don't have those things. Like you have a busy life too. And you have just as much right to say no to things as anybody does. Oh, totally. Like my, for the longest time, my partner's brother and his wife, they would always get asked because they don't have children mm-hmm. and they would always be asked to, to help out with all the, the family things. And we ended up ultimately with this 
free pass because you know the the older folks. Oh, family. they're they're busy with their kids. They're oh, they've the got kids. a lot going it's on. Like, We're not no, going to bug you them. You have completely busy lives. You two both do all kinds of stuff. Just because you chose yeah. not to have a family doesn't mean that you're not busy in other aspects. And yeah, so learning to be able to say no and yeah, yeah, I think that's a whole other topic. Is like. Yeah, that's a whole topic as well. I, I know. I, uh, that's, <laughs> that's, on, that's on our list is the, the fact that some people choose not to have kids and a family, and that's totally okay. Absolutely. But, but yeah. But yes, back to the <laughs> Back to the point <laughs> of today's episode. Um, do what you can to protect your peace. And big no's might seem really big, and they might seem like really dark, dark tunnels right now that you couldn't even dream of. But every time you put one foot in front of the other and you say no for yourself... Another light in that corridor is going to turn on for you. You know what I mean? No, that's fantastic. I really, I really, <laughs> really like that. Like, cause I, I came into this episode thinking like, again, like trying to broaden my horizons on what self care is. And I, I, it only just hit me during this episode. Like, Oh, I've partaken in that because I took those steps to get myself diagnosed and to start medication. It's like, okay, well that, that's self-care. I'm learning how to say no. Okay. That's self-care. It's like, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. And and being able to look at yourself and even if it feels like you haven't advocated for yourself and you still feel overwhelmed. And like last week I had an, had an instance that occurred and I really struggled and shut down, um, with this interaction with this person and, it took me a while to detach myself from, from this interaction. And I remember I read this thing and it was just talking about how, even if you feel overwhelmed with how something went, try to find the perspective and how you stood up for yourself and how you advocated for yourself and how much you've grown to be able to put your boundaries in place. And it just shifted my whole mindset because I realized that the me 10 years ago wouldn't have had that conversation the same way. Me five years ago wouldn't have had that conversation. I set boundaries and it was uncomfortable. I wanted to vomit and it was uncomfortable, but there's a win in there. Yeah. There's a win in there. And you might not see it right away, and but that, it will come. It's going to grow and you know, <laughs> say no just say no <laughs> just say no I feel like we've been we've been taught that growing up that like saying no like say no to drugs say no to this say no to that like it's been drilled in our head so much but at the same time it's like it's also been drilled into our head to say yes to take chances and to do these things and whatnot so but it's we're never like, taught the right way no we're, we're never taught like you should say no when it comes to impeding on yourself We're told that if you don't say yes to everything that people want you to do for them, that you somehow are lesser than and you're, you're, you're lacking and, you know, just, you know, you got to serve other people and like, that's, that, that's a whole other topic. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, if anything, I, I hope you all will take a moment today, wherever you are, whatever you're going through, take that soft yes, take that first step for yourself and just. It can be the smallest thing. If you've never liked onions on your pizza and your spouse always wants them, say no. And that that's all it has to be. Yes. And yes, say no. <laughs> you know what I mean? I personally love onions on my pizza. However, <laughs> you know, it's just... That's a little step. It's a that's little, all you need. It, it, that's a, a win. little step. That is definitely a step for you in the right direction. There you go. So... Learn to say no by taking that small step. (laughs) (laughs) And let us know how 
it goes. Reach yeah. out to us at Empowering Honesty on Instagram and yeah. let us know what you said no to and how it made you feel. We'd absolutely love to hear from you. How are you setting boundaries to set to save your peace and protect yourself? Yes. Say no. Say no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank we'll you. Uh, we'll see you next time. We will or not see you. see you. We'll talk to you next time. Please see you. <laughs>